Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for season four of the Dream On podcast. I am so excited to be here today for another episode with one of our KO17 lacrosse sponsored athletes, someone who may be years younger than me, but I have learned so much from, and an absolute rock star in the college game currently. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast that you have found here. I hope you are gaining some insight from these episodes from some of the people that I have met throughout my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving these episodes so far, show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E. It would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another special guest this week, and I'm pumped to get right into it. Sarah Curley was one of the first girls that I made a true connection with when I first started hosting developmental clinics with KO17 Lacrosse back in 2018. She was one of those players that came locked into every huddle, asked all the right questions, and took every rep seriously with a plan of hopefully getting better and learning something new at each session. I can proudly say that she is still that same way today, five or so years later, as she's starting off her freshman year at Monmouth University, where she will play Division I lacrosse in the CAA Conference. Sarah is someone who dedicates her time to her craft every single day. She inspires those around her because of her dedication and willingness to think through her setbacks, and she's a big part of why I created the KO17 Athlete Program. She's someone who I believe our game is in great hands with when it comes to its future. Throughout this episode, we dive into her background, the challenges that have come so far as a current college freshman, and advice that she has for other players that may want a similar journey, and so much more. Have a listen. I'm excited for what you'll learn. (laughs) There it is. And we're starting off strong. Welcome to another episode of the Dream On podcast. I'm your host, Kylie O'Miller. Today's episode actually starts off a new season, season four. We're calling this the KO17 athlete season and no better than Sarah Curley to start off with. She has been um, a longtime KO17 athlete, I would say. Before KO17 athletes were a thing, she was a KO17 athlete. So yeah, so Sarah's here with us. Um, A little bit about Sarah. Again, she's a KO17 athlete. That means she's sponsored by KO17 lacrosse. We get to support her on and off the field in all of her endeavors. Um, She gets to rep us. She is sitting in a study hall classroom at Monmouth University right now. Um, She's a freshman, so she just got there a couple weeks ago, and I'm excited to dive into that. Um, Sarah plays attack. She played at Lynbrook High School on Long Island and played for Long Island Empire, the club program. She was a high school All-American as a senior this past spring in 2023. Um, Sarah has accomplished a lot on and off the lacrosse field, and we're really proud to have her as part of our team. And I'm excited to kind of just dive into what makes you you um, today and kind of like get some ideas behind your motivation, your setbacks, your successes, all of it today. Um, I know a lot of our listeners will be excited to listen to you. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Yay, there she is. Love it. Okay, Sarah, we always like to start on the Dream On podcast, kind of like just tuning into where you are right now in your day today before we kind of tap into your entire journey. So we start off to a good start. So what is something you are thankful for today? 
Um, to be at Monmouth finally. I feel like I've waited years and years and years <laughs> and have the opportunity to just play here. You have waited years and years and years, it feels like. Um, I feel like even though there was, you know, the same old September 1 junior year rule, it feels like you committed like 12 years ago. Um, for context, Sarah, when was the first time we met? What year was that? Oh, God. 29 20 something like that my eighth grade year seventh grade seventh grade in seventh grade okay so seventh grade you're a yeah okay that makes me feel old um but anyway when we first met Sarah came you know to our very first you know KO17 lacrosse clinics um she was crushing power and finesse. I remember that. Um, just having a ton of fun, always smiling and always asking questions, always really, you know, dialed into what the coaches were saying, what we were kind of explaining. And then she just kind of like, I'll let you tell it on your side too. But from my eyes, seems like you just like fell in love with the process of everything, like just kind of, um, you know, the little details and the stick work and the stuff you could do in, in the backyard and how you could elevate your game by developing new drills and things like that. But um, it's been really cool to see you go from that little girl, basically, to now you're a college freshman. Um, so when she says it's taken years, it really <laughs> has taken years. <laughs> so Sarah, what is something to, that you are proud to say that you have accomplished today? For reference, it is 7.42 p.m. on Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. What have you accomplished today that you're proud of? Um, I think I'm proud of like, so... Each week, obviously, we've only been here for like two, but um, we do our progressions and conditioning. And so today we added a whole other set to our conditioning and we added, we went a couple more yards back too. So we added some yards and sets and we all pushed through it together. Um, and I'm proud that we all got through and made our times today. Nice. That's a good one. I know that's like something, you know, week to week, you definitely focus on, especially when it comes to like fall, um, fall ball in college. So um, that's awesome that you guys do it in progressions. I don't think I've ever really like totally heard of that. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. What is um, last but not least, what's something you're pumped to go out and chase? It might be tomorrow, might be in the coming months, might be in the next couple of years. What are you pumped to chase? I'm super excited to get after our fall ball season. It starts like officially like Saturday. We had our blue and white like inter-squad scrimmage uh, last last Saturday. But now we're going against um, some actual teams. Um, so I'm excited to take the bus down, which I've never been. <laughs> the, bus, the bus rides. <laughs> You've never been on a bus ride? Like not with, well... <laughs> Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You've been on a bus. You haven't been on a bus yeah. with the team yet. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you know of, this is a fun question. I'm sure you don't yet. Cause you are a freshman. Do you know of any, um, like bus trip traditions that your team has? I'm not planning on any, so no. Okay. All right. Uh, if Just that changes, I will be <laughs> being on my seat with my head down. Okay. Well, I just like to say that it was a tradition at Stony Brook for us to, um, as freshmen, you had to pick, you picked a song, um, and you would basically karaoke that song on the bus while the bus was moving on. So at some point during your first fall ball road trip, 
Um, but while you had your headphones on, so <laughs> you couldn't hear yourself singing, but everyone else could. Um, Wait, that's, I would kind of like that though, because yeah, I it's like you're kind of like you can't really hear I it. I would like but... vibe with myself, but I know everyone else would not like my singing. <laughs> exactly. So it makes it kind of fun. And definitely, you know, how far are you guys traveling? Where are you going to? Um, St. Joe's, which is like hour and a half, I think, or something. Right. Not so you don't have too much time on the bus to kill, but if you hit some traffic, it's a good one. All right. Maybe I'll bring it up. <laughs> Just remember it was only freshmen. So maybe bring it up next year. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> That's next year. Oh, right. I love it. Okay. I'm so excited for you to get into, you know, all the, you know, team traditions. I'm sure you're starting to already like see just like culture wise, you know, how people do things. Um, yeah. Is there anything before we get into the rest of my questions? Like, is there anything that stands out to you while you're, we're on the topic about, you know, Monmouth lacrosse culture that you've really like drawn to or taken note of maybe from your leaders or your coaches? Um, Like just a bunch of stuff at practice um the communication between like everyone like especially today like an example um just our passes were a little off our connection chemistry we're still building that obviously and you know one of the captains like stopped their practice and was like hey guys like take the accountability in yourself for everyone else to get better and it's just those little like um like hints or like just mentions at practice that you can really tell that everyone's like bought into each other and you know one thing we did today at practice was like if you're like dropping a couple passes like stop yourself before it like gets bigger and bigger and go hit the wall like take yourself out of practice and and like our captain said today so don't be afraid to go tell someone else to go hit the wall like it's not in like like a punishment it's a just being aware of one another and um, that that was kind of cool to see today at practice as an example but that's just been going on like ever since like the first practice too yeah that's really cool that I like teammate to teammate accountability doesn't necessarily yeah. have to always come from the coaches like that's the mark of true leadership right yeah. um, so that's really awesome um okay so where you're at now you just got to school right freshman year talk to us about how the first few weeks have been so far the adjustment to like I know you were super excited to get there we just talked about that so it's been like a couple of years in your brain you were mm -hmm. talking to me in the summer about how you were antsy to get there so you know kind of talk through the last couple of months leading up to it you know um and where you're at now yeah so the like August I think I was like all right I, I need to go I need to go and then everyone left <laughs> literally everyone left you can name one person I know and they left so I was stuck in Florida and Colorado and I really just needed to get to school and I finally got there and I've literally loved every second of it the first like week was just I literally did not sit in my bed once I nap every single day of my life and I didn't take a nap for I think the first week of school <laughs> wow. was it's I it was it was shocking to me but what was uh, that from what what was that from like why didn't you nap oh we were just literally like we were going to the field like we were hitting the field we were just literally going everywhere like <laughs> I just was not in my room for like the first couple of days 
we were meeting a bunch of people. We had a couple like orientation things. Um, so we were just super, super busy. And then when we finally like got settled, like four days in kind of, um, I was just like, I was, I don't know. I was just in awe that I was like actually here. Cause I was like, wait, like I'm actually here. Cause I've Cause waited so long. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my, and then we started classes a couple, like we were there for like, we were here for like four days before we started classes. So we had a bunch of time to just like settle in and get to know people, which was really nice. Um, and then once classes started, my schedule is like really manageable. So I wasn't too worried about that. Like I didn't have to rush a couple places. The only um, place I had to rush was practice because I ended like 10 minutes before, but we always, so we have a 10 to one time slot, which I really love, which um, is why my schedule is so manageable here because like my coach said, 10 to one is just lacrosse. You're only thinking about lacrosse. You're thinking about each other and getting better. And then once one o'clock hits, you're a normal person, you're a normal student um, here like at Monmouth. So, you know, we always start with like hydration testing and you kind of like ease into it. You start with lift conditioning and then you hit like practice. So that part was a little weird to adjust to because first of all, I never drink water, so I'm never hydrated. So first day was really scary. <laughs> I was afraid I was gonna be like, like, so if you're not hydrated enough, you can't practice or you have to sit out with and you have to retest. So I think I drank the most water I've ever drank leading up to that first hydration test. But we do it every day and it's not too bad. Now that and you then, used to it. Yeah, now that, I, now that I know how much to drink. Today wasn't too good. Today was the highest I've ever been, but that's okay. So you're making me drink my water now. Yeah, that's besides the point. I don't even have water. <laughs> but um and then so that lift conditioning practice is all in a row and I've never done it in that order so I was a little like nervous um but it honestly wasn't too bad you do have so I like learned I have to like eat something between like each thing because it's a long time to go mm -hmm. and you have to put like 100% in obviously each time you're going to but um Another thing that I had to like learn for that was just like reset. Um, and I did learn that in the summer a little bit, um, but I had to really apply it fast here because, you know, if my, my run wasn't the best that day, like we had a run test and I kind of messed it up just because I didn't know how to actually run it. It wasn't my, like, I didn't stop because I was like dead tired. I was actually literally just confused on the run, but you know, that I like, that really messed with me. And I was like, like this is our first test like I, I it just like got in my head and then I realized just standing on the sideline I was like all right that that's over I have to hit practice like mm -hmm. you even though it's literally five minutes after you have to like flip a switch real quick and be like this is a whole new practice mm -hmm. and like so I learned that really quickly and I literally kind of have to do it every day because obviously I don't you know you don't perform it exactly how you want to every day or the expectations and whatever you just have to reset and um so I learned that. And then just the team atmosphere, obviously, the first day we had probably one of the hardest runs we did today, or we did like being here so far. And it was really hot. I swear to God, there was a heat wave coming over us. And um, it was it was like hard to get through, but 
that was the first time where I was like on the line with like 30 other girls and Mm -hmm. you know the girls five yards ahead of me was were like yelling back to me like pushing everyone um even though we're all going through it together and then even by the time we got to like rep like 10 whatever one of the seniors like came over to me and my friend just to like pace us because you know and push us and she was talking us through the whole run like stay with me, stay with me. And we were making every single time. So that like never happened to me. And I literally geeked out after. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. I could run that tomorrow, you know, with that atmosphere. So that was really cool. Um, And now like one week, one full week, kind of like in the adrenaline kind of like wearing off. And you saw that, especially today at practice, you know, we were moving a little slow, it was a little bit quieter, but um you know, just everyone was like, everyone was on the same like wave kind of, and we all just had to like step it up one, one notch to get that practice elevated just a little bit more. So really just like working together and um, pushing one another was a, was just like huge for us. Hey guys, Kylie here, a short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels. You can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 Lacrosse app in the App Store. That's KO17 Lacrosse. And at D R E A M period O N underscore pod on instagram come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together okay enough of that we back college lacrosse is so special just because of that like you're surrounded by 30 of your best friends like no matter what and they're always going to push you so that's really cool that you're already starting to notice that Mm um okay so a little bit about how you got here you ready for this? A little bit about your journey? Yeah, sure. Okay, awesome. Um, so you grew up in Lindbrook. It's in Nassau County on Long Island. Um, what was your, like, as long as you can remember, what was your introduction to sports like? Oh, God. Um, I honestly don't even remember a lot, but I joined in third grade. Lacrosse? And, yes, I joined lacrosse in third grade. Did oh. you play any sports? Like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, wait, yes, I did, obviously. <laughs> so I did, <laughs> I did, swimming was my first, like, ever sport. Mm-hmm. And then um, basketball was the quick second. And then I did, like, soccer, dabbled in that a little bit. Don't, don't recommend that for me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um lacrosse was my last sport okay to play um and you were eight yeah and I don't I like loved swimming that was my favorite sport when I was like little and I thought I was going to the Olympics I uh, I knew a friend that was on like the junior Olympic team mm-hmm. and I was like wow like I'm I'm just gonna do that and I thought my life was set with that. Um, I still miss it a little bit, but I did yeah. swim up till middle school. And then basketball was the same thing. 
when I got a little bit older, that was like my middle school phase kind of, um, did AAU travel. <laughs> and I also thought I was going to play at UConn for <laughs> a long time. Sarah's uh, a, a big dreamer, if you guys can. I, I, yeah. <laughs> So Olympics first, UConn second, probably would have thought I was going to the Olympics for basketball if I kept <laughs> going in that direction. Um, and then, yeah, then lacrosse was like the last one. And I didn't really get too serious about that until I was maybe like going into high school, kind of. So that was like a little bit later. But what that, was it about lacrosse that you fell in love with? Um, I think once I got switched to attack, mm. so I was playing midi all like for my town, so the PAL um, um, team, and I was just playing midi because it was just like six of us, we were just like really fast athletic, they just stuck us on midi, and I was like, well, this is fun, but like it's a lot of running, and then <laughs> I joined travel, and my coach switched me to attack. And that's where I was like, wow, this is like kind of sick. Like all these, like learning like new things to the game that I never really focused on. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just had this like situation where I was just like, I just want to like be the best. Like I was like, the next time I see you girls, um, they weren't even like, they're a couple like from my town, but like a couple from the other towns, like close to me. Um, I was like, next time you see me, I want you to like regret that, like, or regret the thoughts you had on me kind of thing. And that's when I really got serious and was like this, I'm going to do this like by myself and like for myself, Um, which was kind of, which was like going into like eighth grade, I think. And then once I did that and like really bought into myself um, and obviously like met you, that was like my eighth grade year. Um, I was like, I I want to like play this at the next level. Like I can't imagine myself not doing this for like the rest of my life, but especially um in college. Yeah. So that was that was kind of cool to see and like look back on too. That's really, really awesome. I think um something you mentioned there that I really think a lot of people will resonate with is just like how you bet on yourself and you just like knew it was something that if you believed in yourself and you like, you know, basically just like put everything into you, you knew you were going to get results out of that. Um, and you didn't need anything outside of that, except for the people who believed in you and yourself. Right. Um, and I think that's proven true. Like you're sitting where you're sitting right now because of it. And it's really, really awesome. Um, so what you said, you mentioned you played club that was for long Island empire um what do you think like when you think back to it right what do you think your time playing club um kind of helped you prepare for in terms of maybe it was the recruiting process or even you know playing at this level or um maybe it was just handling situate different situations with club that helped you become a better person um what do you think playing club helped you with um I think I have like a pretty unique experience with club because um empire was like was the only team I've ever played for, um, any travel team I've only played for, which was kind of cool to say because I know there's a lot of switches and like that stuff in that area. But um, I joined in sixth grade and I played till my very last minute with them. And with that, I think 
it just taught me a lot. Um, just like loyalty, obviously, to I had a lot of loyalty in my coach um, and just to my team. And even I saw oh, there was so many just switches, like people leaving. Um, it was just a lower it was at the time a lower level club team. So um, there was a bunch of switches within year and year. Um, so I really learned how to step up and be a leader just because I was so stapled into that program and into that team that when people did come or just look at our team or for one tryout, um, I was the one to, you know, reach out to them, like be the first one to them at whatever tryout or game. And that just taught me like the big like leadership part I have in myself, I think. Um, and also just kind of proved, I think, to myself, the commitment I have to, you know, the teammates that did stick with me or even like left. Um, there's two girls in particular that literally were my favorite teammates. They pushed, they, they yelled at me, but they pushed me like hard into like, you know, work a lot. And those two girls are like, one of my best friends and even though they left I just made such close bonds with them I think when we were on the team together that um I was able to learn to just take that and do and have that with like each one of my teammates um and then in the recruiting aspect um because it was like a lower level team I realized that I did have to like put in a little bit more work than the rest um I had to go send more emails. I had to go to more prospect days. Um, I just had to train harder too so I can stand out when I did get the opportunity to be looked at. And something like you told me and even like my coach told me is like coaches will find you if you put in the work. Um, so whether that like be at the tournaments we went to or even the prospect days, if you put in the work, like they will find you. Um, you don't have to be on the, for my case, like the yellow jackets or the, um, the liberties, uh, top guns. Um, so I think that was a really cool part of my recruiting process is I stuck to one team the whole, um, time I played and, you know, the results came and that was the same for my team too, because I had such a buy-in to my teammates. Um, and we, kind of learned how to work together we all ended up where we needed to end up together mm, I love that you said a lot of good things there um especially about the recruiting process right just like loyalty within your team was something that like being a part of your club team taught you in general but then when you stuck through it in the recruiting process too like it proved to be the best thing for you yeah. um, and again just like the work you put in is equals the success you get out so um really really awesome and I kind of just like tie that into like the next couple questions that I had here and kind of goes into I feel like every single athlete every single person but especially athletes right we all have certain successes that we're really proud of certain goals that we you know really set out for ourselves but we also have setbacks right and things that kind of like almost are little roadblocks in our journey on our way to our successes so um let's kind of start off with some of your successes what are some of the things that you've accomplished that you are most proud of so far um I think committing to Monmouth was a huge at, at the division one level especially 
was just huge for me. Like I was the first ever to play um, lacrosse in my family and not a lot of people in my family play division one sports. Uh, so I think that was a huge accomplishment. And then I think obviously becoming a high school American for me was literally a dream. Like when I tell people that I'm like, I don't even like, sometimes I don't even believe it. And when I was working for it, I still didn't believe it. I was like, I'm going to work for it and it's going to be my dream. But you know, I was like, it, I was knew it was a little bit of a push for me and a reach, but I had that in my head the whole time. So I think that's why it was so like just huge for me to actually stand up on that stage in front of with with and in front of like Nassau County and with girls that like their names haunted me ever like haunted me growing up just like on Long Island in lacrosse because you know them obviously all growing up and to stand next to them and have the same award as them was literally amazing I really can't even tell you much because I literally had blacked out walking up to the stage Do you love watching sports highlights? Then you need Five Star, the world's first sports highlight rating app. Think TikTok, but just for sports. Register as an athlete or as a fan to view and rate sports highlights of all sports, all in one place. Five Star is a positive network of athletes from all skill levels to share their performance and get rated by peers, coaches, and community. Download Five Star and post your highlights. Follow me at Kylie and rate my highlights, uh, but please be kind. <laughs> Available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Learn more at fivestarapp.com. Well, it was well, well, well deserved. I mean, I know that was one of, um, you know, your goals ahead of that year, for sure, like you said, and just a dream of yours. And can you actually talk us through that process? Because that's something that, you know, myself and you work on a ton. I mean, when I um, tore my ACL last summer, one of my favorite gifts was the journal that you gifted me. Um, the best journal ever, actually. It's literally still right here. I finished it and then I ordered a new one because I loved it so much. But yeah, like, is that something that has helped you in terms of like each, you know, each goal that you set for yourself? Like, do you journal about those? Do you put them on you know, a board somewhere in your room? Do you, like, how do you make sure if you have a big goal like that, that's going to take a year's worth of work and and then some, like, how do you make sure that that's always in your brain and that you're continuously working for that? Yeah, so I was, like, dabbling in journaling kind of when I, like, entered KO17, obviously, because, like, mm -hmm. you told me to, but <laughs> I was could do what you said. So I, like, dabbled in it. And then, I really got serious um, like last year, like a year ago, last September, um, just because I did have like really big goals. Um, and I was kind of like, not alone, but you know, my like whole training group, they're like off to college, you know? So I really just had like myself and like a couple other people obviously with me. But it wasn't my normal, um, like, training group and our normal schedule. Like, we were everywhere in, like, that first couple months, like, figuring who we're training with or, like, for me, like, who I was training with, who I was going to be with. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like, adding that journal piece for me was so, um, 
like important just to keep myself reliable. So it didn't matter who was at my training session or, you know, what I was doing that day. I like had my journal to keep me accountable every single day. Um, and so I, in the winter, we started getting like really, really specific and I would go over um, like in meetings of what I journaled that week. Um, and it kind of changed kind of month to month or what I was working on. But in the big picture, I wrote down my like big long-term goals that were like my reaches, like for example, all American. So that was like my big, big goal. And then um, I kind of broke it down into um, my weekly goals and then like my daily goals. So then I had something um, every day and then every week and then every month to check into. Um, so I didn't have to like rely on other people to be like, hey, like you did good this day or whatever. Um, I also even like started journaling after like every like session um, of every or something that I like worked on today specifically. And just having like being able to go back in those journals, um, even if you just literally had like a bad day or you thought you had a bad session, you go back three days and it's like, wow, no, I actually just worked on all of these aspects. And today might have not felt the best, but I literally had like proof in writing of the stuff I got better at that week. So that like kind of like pushed me to like keep going with myself and not get discouraged of like, oh, that week was a waste or uh, that was literally nothing. What did I just do that week? Um, so I got rid of all of that, which was like really cool for me to see. And then um, by that season, I kind of like stopped just because I was like so busy, but it was just really, even at um, practice, like in season, I didn't journal as much, but I was able to, again, go back and be like, and like one day I was like, my shooting was so bad today or in this game, my shooting, like, I don't know what I was doing. And I literally remember going back into that journal and being like, Sarah, you worked on shooting literally. And I gave myself dates. Like yeah. I like literally you worked on shooting this day, this day, and this day. And you know, you wrote something about it that you said your shooting changed or something like that. And I was like, going back to that, I'm like, wait, I'm just telling myself random stuff right now, you know, because I'm in the moment. So looking back at all of that is really cool. And then the biggest piece obviously was after the award ceremony, I literally had the plaques and I put it next to the journal and I literally took the most epic picture. It was in my kitchen. And I had the first page of my journal was those big goals. And I literally took the picture with all the plaques and the first page of that journal. And it was really cool. Just yeah, it's, I mean, listen, that's like picture perfect. Why we, yeah. why we journal, why we work on that like piece of the game, right? Um, I laughed when you said like, oh, well, you made me start journaling, but like look at now <laughs> you're gifting me journals and teaching everyone who's listening to this, like such a great method to really break down something that might seem really far fetched or even far off in the future. And like, it's still yeah. possible, right? Um, it does sound pretty cliche when we say dream on, but that's quite literally what you're doing and then putting yeah. the receipts behind it, right? Um, which I think is so important, right? We don't just sit here and just like dream about it and like hope it happens. Yeah. 
you uh-huh. are putting in the work and then you're writing about it. You're putting the receipts down and then you're going back to it when you're able to make those successes a thing. Yeah. So when you talk, when you think about like some challenges you've seen across your journey, um, might not even be on the lacrosse field, even in life, like some yeah. something that makes you, you, um, any sort of challenge that you've seen that's brought you to, you know, who you are as a person today. Um, the two like biggest ones that stick out to me, obviously, um, this came up my junior year. It was actually written in the newspaper, which I was like, wow, this is kind of sick, but I really embraced it, um, was like just being like a minority in my sport, in my town, like in my classroom, literally like in my own family. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously that was a whole like lifetime coming to realize like why I am who I am and like the opportunities I do have because um like I'm Asian in playing like lacrosse on Long Island so like growing up obviously I won't go like too much into this because it's a long story because it's basically like my whole life but um (laughs) a little bit like into it I like shied away from the fact that like I was different in those kind of aspects because obviously when you're in like kindergarten like what the hell's going on (laughs) but like so I like shied away from the fact and I obviously just had to like blend in or whatever and just you know like be the same as my friends and obviously I didn't I like realized myself I look the same as everyone so I'm like what I can control is how I do things. And if I'm going to do like everything, it's going to be with my friends, you know, it's going to be the same way I do it with my friends. And that kind of was like, I don't know. That didn't, that didn't allow me to like be who, like, obviously I like I'm meant to be. Um, And like going into high school, I think sophomore, like junior year, I think more junior year, I like really embraced like I'm different for a reason kind of like motto. Um, like I'm going to do things differently. Like I look different. I'm going to do things different now. Um, and obviously I think that just proved to myself, like the new heights I can accomplish just because I fully like was able to like embrace like who I was and like who I'm meant to be. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm saying that a lot, but, um, I think that was really cool for me to just like fully, um embraced on the field and just like off the field too like I wasn't so much oh all my friends are gonna go out I'm gonna go out no like I want to get to bed because I'm gonna train the next day like you know so that was um I was started to actually like be myself and it's kind of weird to think like that happened junior year of high school um yeah but you know, just takes time for everyone and everyone, you know, people might be even like later, you know, you might, I might even change and be like, what the hell was I just talking about on that podcast junior year? Like, no, like I I could be completely different my junior year of college, you know, but um, I think as of right now, um, that change was really uh, my junior year of high school. And then um, another step back, which was kind of, which was off the field, but it obviously did affect lacrosse too, because lacrosse is literally my life. I don't really know what I do without it. But, um, so my sophomore year was li- one of my favorite years, um, just because the seniors were so cool. 
um, to play with. And uh, my freshman year got canceled. So this was like kind of like my real like freshman year. And we made it really far into the playoffs. We were in like June because again, there were still some like COVID things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I don't even know, like it was quarterfinals, the day of quarterfinals. And like my grandpa passed away. And like that just like messed with me like mentally, I think. But uh it was it was really cool to see like I didn't tell anyone obviously because we were about to play a game, like the biggest game, like it could have been our last game. So like I didn't tell anyone. And we won that game. We were like we played North Shore and we won that game. And I think it was, it was one of my, it's one of my favorite games I've ever played in, but that like, that ended our, like that ended our season we played and then we played Wontaw, but um, it was just like only a couple of days after. And I was going through all that stuff with my grandpa. And then I had to jump straight into my recruiting season, which again, is like the biggest summer when you think of recruiting. So mental, that obviously didn't affect me like physically because I was still able to run and stuff. But like, um, it was it was like mental, like really really mental for me, um, because that's like like literally one of the first like actual like losses I've had in like my close family. So just that timing of it was kind of not ideal obviously but um never ideal but yes I totally understand what you're saying in terms of yeah not a physical setback but definitely a point in time where you would want to be your mentally toughest and something like that just takes away from that of course right yeah so I do we totally understand what you're what you're saying here yeah but again that even like I wasn't mentally like there Mm -hmm. Or like focused on like, oh, I want to get recruited to college or I want colleges to see me. Like everyone's thinking that like during sophomore summer. But like my head was like, you know, like I want to just play. Like I want to get my mind off this. You know, this game is like the funnest like I have with my friends, like with coaches, with teammates. So mentally, I think I was in a different headspace, but it wasn't it wasn't bad, you know, it kind of reminded me to like, just play, you know, like forget, again, it made me forget that colleges were even standing next to me, you know, so I think that was kind of like a blessing in disguise, Um, but that was just like, kind of like mentally challenging summer, I think. Definitely, and I think um, one, you, what was really cool about both of those um challenges that you just mentioned right is you full circle came around and saying like now that I can look back and kind of be like okay this is who I feel like I want to be right now number one number two I also feel like that mental space actually helped me in the moment right um like the really great part about just watching you I mean I'm just like sitting here like a proud coach over here (laughs) um because you're just, you know, you're able to really just wrap your mind around things in such a mature way and such a like really thoughtful and um, insightful way. Um, And I'm in awe of it is really all I have to say um, about that. But 
Um, I'm proud of you and exactly who you are and whoever you want to be um, in case I don't say it enough. But who, okay, we're going to do a couple like fun, like one word, one phrase kind of answers. Okay. Okay. All right. Get that brain cooking. I know it's almost bedtime over there, but um, I only had one class today. <laughs> I've been in bed all day. I know you look like you're buzzing over there. Actually, you're like bouncing up and down. You're ready to go. Um, you like rocky because some some reasons, but um, yeah, you can't. You like they're like rocky chairs, and I can't stop. That's okay. why I can't do homework in my room. Well, <laughs> yeah, rocky. I wouldn't be able to either. Um, okay, so we're talking about like your like the things that you value in yourself and other people, just like in general. So. What do you think some of the things that you like value the most in a person? Maybe it's you or just like um, someone else that, um, you know, you bring into your friend group or someone that you want to be your coach. Maybe like, give me three, one word or one phrase things that you value in a person. Okay. Um, I think the biggest one is like being true to themselves. Okay. Authenticity. Um, That's a good yeah and I can't even say it you got it I'll, um, I'll text it out to you after this thank you um, <laughs> um being just honest mm-hmm. you know and then I think also um being able to like cooperate um in any situation I like that that's a good word okay now what are some again three things things that you value the most in a teammate um think like like encouraging Mm -hmm. um transparent Mm -hmm. um I think just like reliable Ooh, wow you're made for this game I love it um you're like an adjective whiz right now okay last one what are some of the things you value most in a leader so when you talk about how you you know became a leader and even then the leaders that you're seeing on your team now and the leaders you've seen in your life, like what are some of those things that you value the most in a good leader? Um, I think like being committed to like the task at hand or mm-hmm. the task in the future. Um, being like motivated and being able to like motivate others. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also love like a harsh leader, but like also personable. It's like harsh and like personal. I don't know if there's a word you can combine that with. Harsh empathy almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I like it. Um, I really, really do. All of those answers were awesome. Okay. Um, we're almost finished here. Something that I like to always ask on the Dream On podcast. This is a inspiration double whammy question. Okay. So think about someone in your life, mentor, special person in your life, someone who really inspires you. What Maybe what is one piece of advice that you've taken from that person that you can share with us on this podcast today? You know, it's going to be you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. 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 So one thing, like, the biggest thing I take away from you, obviously, is obviously dream big. And you just like, I've seen that in myself. Um, and also remember, like you always bring something to the table that like on a team, like in a class, whatever, um, something about you that you can bring, um, that's unique. Love it. Well, thank you for that. That was very nice. Um, (laughs) 
I'm sure lots of people are going to come off of this pod from listening to this podcast saying, well, I learned that from Sarah. So like I learned all this, this, and this from Sarah today on this podcast. So that is all I want for the world. Learn some things from Sarah today. <laughs> and that's exactly the other side of this question. We're flipping the script. So if there's like one piece of advice or inspiration that you want someone listening to this podcast or someone following you on Instagram or someone who sees you play on the field, what do you want them to take away from you and how you live your life? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is, again, like be who you want to be and who you're meant to be. Um, even that, even though if it takes you a little bit longer to find that, um, embrace it when you truly find it. And also like lean on those who like have similar mindsets. Um, like don't be afraid to be different. Lean on different people. Um, you know, you might lose some friends or connections, but you're also going to gain ones that will help you in the future and long lasting. Love it. All right. What do you um, hope to see? in the future we're talking about the future you're going to time travel here okay so what do you hope to see for our sport women's lacrosse in general in five ten years down the line what do you hope to see um i'd love to see those like big college football schools um and lacrosse programs i think it's already happening Mm -hmm. but i'd love to see even more um who what comes to mind like alabama that's a big one that I really want to see I have no idea why but um I'm really excited to watch Clemson obviously like um even like South Carolina like some of those um south-ish kind of schools it's gonna be really cool to see um happen if it does and I like that all right what's in next in the life of Sarah what's what are future goals future plans future dreams Oh, I love the future. Um, <laughs> okay. What are we, what are we journaling? Next, for me. next journal session. No, next for me is obviously just this fall. Um, mm-hmm. You know, putting everything out there I can, running as hard as I can, just doing everything I can in the fall. And then big, big time goals that's going into my journal. You can say it, save this now, but um get to see a championship and win it so sorry but Stony Brook's dead to me now so um, yeah no, okay. I get it we're it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a four-year kind of thing not like the one-year thing but um you know that's definitely my like four-year plan um okay so well yeah I, just so you know I know some people over at Stony Brook so I'll let them know about your plan yep go ahead <laughs> scout me out do it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Our lives are meshed together through the ups and downs, a tight knit community. We catch each other when we fall, we raise each other up, and we have each other's backs. There are no fair weather friends here. We show up every season through the cold, the heat, the rain. When the goal's in our sights, we're ready to fight with our collective strengths because together we're tougher. Check with your local retailer online or in store to find Brine products. I love it. Okay, last but not least, my favorite, favorite part of Dream On. We're just going to have some fun here. This is called Quick Finishes. All right. Um, Rapid fire answers. You ready? Wait. Sure. Okay, now we're ready. Yes. What's your favorite candy? 
Um, Sarah Patch Kids. Best TV show. Parks and Rec. One of your favorite athletes to follow for inspiration. You and all the USA players. Lacrosse. Women's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Um, your go-to breakfast meal. It is really funny. Yeah. I know you're really good at this. So that's why I put it in here. Today. Yeah, well, now in college, because we have the dining hall, never a big breakfast person. I get sausage and cantaloupe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's really good. DJ, if you're listening, get on this girl's nutrition plan here. Um yeah, please. Um, need help. Are you a coffee drinker? Sometimes. Okay. Haven't been in a while. Starbucks or Dunkin'? Starbucks. For what for what drink? Not coffee. Go ahead. <laughs> what? No, I get coffee sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you usually get? And what did you get our friend Malik onto? Oh, it's like <laughs> grab my ass at you refreshers. <laughs> uh Malik. Oh man. I hope I he's listening. Um okay, beach or mountains? Beach, but you know, Colorado, I just loved it now. So, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna say beach because I'm like a mile from the beach, not even right now. So, okay, what's your favorite jersey number to rep and why? Number two, because my birthday is on the second, and I love to be Derek Jeter fans with my dad when I was little. Oh, love it. All right, last two morning person or night owl? Morning, sadly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. All right. What's one thing on your bucket list? Win a CAA championship. Okay. We're going to stick with that one. I yes. like it. I like it. I'm scared of it because, you know, hey, listen, I'm not on the team, but still, I'm scared of it because this girl dreams big. Um, But hey, that is the end of our questions. That's the end of our episode. I just wanted to say thank you, Um, you know, for obviously all that you do for KO17 Lacrosse and everyone who's listening to this podcast I hope you were able to take some gems of wisdom from Sarah I mean I know I did today I usually do whenever I talk with her um again like every time I get to chat with her and really catch up like this um which this was nice because it gave us the chance to do that um I really am just in awe of who she is as a person who she's growing into be as a leader um I'm always impressed with who she is as a player but just her as you can tell her dedication to her craft and how much love she has for it. Um, it's really unmatched and you don't see it often. So if you can learn anything from what she said tonight, please do. Um, if you're trying to be a player like her or even a person like her. So thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I love talking. (laughs) (laughs) You can talk anytime girl. We might have to have you on again and we'll make you ask all the questions. I feel like that's like the boring part. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're calling my job boring oh, oh no no doing really good, <laughs> i love it thanks for listening everybody we'll see you guys next time